Trailer for The Lion King, Kingsman's Gander Prequel, plus our reviews for Widows and Robin Hood. All this and more on this upcoming Attractions episode of Midnight Double Feature. Hey man, how are we doing today? Mr. Vella! I'm staring you in the in the eyes. It this feels is, right. This is so romantic. It feels right. <laughs> Come close to me, baby. We're in a new studio today. Where are we? We are. We are in um, my little office slash editing suite slash... It's basically like a spare room in my parents' house where I, 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 I do a lot of uh, cutting and, and stuff like that. I feel right at home. Yeah. Um, it's not so much um, movie um, posters like your room. Mine's more like... Um, I was a few trophies from Film Festival. Yes, I would like to talk about that just fucking quickly. Oh, fuck. Um, Can we not? Yeah, (laughs) we can. Uh, Dude, She's Not Your Type premiered at the uh, Made in the West Film Festival last week. Um, Obviously, that's the film that you directed, uh, starring Adrienne, our friend, a good friend, Adrienne. Yeah. Um, Who else started it? Uh, A few friends of ours. um, But yeah, it was Adrienne Galletta, Shane Millwood, uh, Zoe Panaratos. Panaratos? It's very Greek. I can't. And now Efkan uh, Seaton, uh, I'm probably butchered half their last names, <laughs> but yeah, there are a um, lot of cool people that I worked yeah. with in the past, funny people too. And we did this they're awesome. fucking bonkers comedy, man. It's so stupid. Do, I love it. <laughs> do the reason, the reason I bring it up is because you won, you won audience choice award. Like, dude, <laughs> congratulations. Thank you, man. It's it pretty crazy. Cause I kind of went in expecting the audience to sort of hate it. It's a very like modern comedy very like it took inspiration like seth rogan will ferrell and you know how much i'm obsessed with jason mantikas oh, oh yeah like, we were just talking about him off there yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i want to do some like fucking crazy and just dick joke dick joke dick joke <laughs> and then like we go into a, a film festival and it's like oh shit the one place people want to be like more prestigious than they really are and i went in like fuck i know the judges are gonna hate it i don't think they i think they did because it won no awards thanks to them but the audience choice award and uh, which is kind of in a way one of the more important ones it's fucking we got that like and apparently honestly fuck the critics yeah like just no 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 I I love the critics I love the critics but like obviously you know they often critics always going to appreciate the more higher class stuff that's what they're the more arts be you look at the Oscars you very rarely see comedy in there or any genre outside of drama so Mm. it's getting better lately but yeah so 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 I just want to say so I don't think but like what I'm stoked about it is I went in thinking fuck, they're going to hate this film. It's not going to go well. But then early on, we just got a few laughs and I'm like, oh, thank God, it's going to be okay. <laughs> so I was just happy that people liked it. So yeah. winning that award on top of it is like extra fucking awesome. So Congrats, dude. I'm a cloud nine right now. The, uh, the awards look awesome. Like the... Like they forgot the event, like event cinemas in singing and shit. I'm like, that's I'm, legit, dude. I'm not going to lie. That's I'm pretty legit. stoked on that. It was, yeah. it was pretty crazy to see it like on a big screen. Yeah. Like Adrian for her, like, that was like a dream country. Oh, like, that sure was like, yeah. like tick in like the bucket uh, list. I've got Adrian on Facebook, and uh, yeah, I can I I know Adrian well enough to know. That yeah, that's like that's that's a big tick off. I was nervous. I was wish there was on a small screen going in because I I knew there was gonna be some technical issues with it. There was some I wasn't fully um, satisfied with some like problems we had. Yeah. yeah, just some technical bullshit. But like then when I saw it on big screen and like 
all the problems I thought could have happened didn't happen. Yeah. I think it's because I'm so used to like being so close to the screen. I see every little yeah, thing. Of course. I thought being on a big screen would be bad, but like, no, it's fucking great. And how many like, like it's very rare for a young filmmaker to be doing that, to be like editing on like a, what what is this? A 20 inch Mac, a Mac. And then like thinking that like, holy shit, this is going to be seen on like a massive like screen. And like, you know, I got to yeah. take that shit into account when I'm like, honestly, it, so. if you're in Australia, especially like New South Wales, like, Main West Film Festival is, for short films, one of the greatest film festivals I've been to. I've been to a few, so like I highly recommend them. They're always at the end of the year. Um, I've gone every year since 2013, mostly as a fan. Yeah. Um, and you know me, I'm a movie geek freak sort of thing, yeah. but like um, I really am a big fan of theirs. So winning there is even more important to me, just because I, I love them so much. Um, yeah. But we're not here to talk about Sheila Little Indie films. We're here to talk about... I wouldn't say shit, but all right. <laughs> yeah, true, true. We're, we're, we're here for the, the big Hollywood stuff. All right, what do you got? Um, well, first of all, I've got a plug. Um, if you're listening to Midnight Double Feature for the first time, uh, like us, subscribe, whatever, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, the works. Um, if you want to be our best friend, we can hang out with you at the After Party, which is on uh, Facebook. It's a Facebook group, and we hang out and we talk some shit. Have I forgotten anything? Are we ready to jump into this um, shit? No, I'm pretty sure that's it, man. Like, you know, uh, at Midnight Dollar Feature for Instagram, at MDF Pod. Did you just say that? Or? Uh, no, oh, we're, we're in autopilot mode when we plug at this down. point. Yeah, I yeah. Down, so, yeah. <laughs> but, we, we literally are in autopilot when we plug. So, like, no, we're going to knock this off. going to knock this off. Um, yeah, on, if, honestly, like, we don't love plugging, but we just no. we, we, we understand it's important to, yeah. to build a thing. We, we'd rather just talk about the movies. Yeah. But yeah, Midnight Double Feature, look for us if you're interested. If not, let's just talk some shit, bro. Let's talk some fucking shit. Well, okay. Sh- I hate saying that because the first one's a big downer. <laughs> Great. Great. Um, I just feel like we talked with Stan Lee the other day, but uh, there was another one after that. But uh, rest in peace. I hope I get this name right. Stephen Hill. Uh, Hillenburg. Yes, right. Hillenburg, yeah. Uh, the creator of SpongeBob SquarePants. Yeah, this was this was this was kind of heartbreaking, man. Um, SpongeBob SquarePants was like uh, is, you know, uh, like he's still he's just so ingrained in like pop culture. Like think of the Simpsons and then maybe like a little like maybe one notch under that is like SpongeBob. Like in terms of popularity, Fuck. like that is huge. Like I You used- know what? You could be Right. Yeah. Like, that's a big fucking claim to compare mm. to Simpsons. But, like, yeah. Spongebob, like, he was a phenomenon. Like, like kind of like how South Park was at one point when he yeah. first came out. Yeah. Everybody loves Spongebob. And and you know what, dude? Like, there, there is something about Spongebob that kind of sets it apart from the other Nickelodeon shows. It's just so... Like, the humor can be for adults as well. Like, me and my brother actually mm. still quote it sometimes. And, like, we, we quote the Spongebob Squarepants movie, <laughs> man. Like, like, the humor Bro, of those. How many fucking memes are there of Spongebob? Right, exactly. Right? Like, he's a thing. And, and how many other cartoons, kids' cartoons, yeah. can say they had not one but two cinematically released movies? Right, exactly. Right, that's a big deal. The first one had fucking David Hasselhoff. For really. <laughs> um, but, like, um, yeah, man. Like, I just... I have so many memories, man. Like, every... So we um, used to have a before school routine. Like it used to be, um, you know, we'd have breakfast. And by the time we have breakfast and pour our cereals and shit, um, you know, dad would have made his coffee. And we all like sat down at like the same sort of like time. 
And that was the time that Spongebob would be starting. Um, and then we'd watch a whole episode of Spongebob and go to school. And man, like, my dad enjoyed it as much as we did. Like, we were, like, in year five or six and seven. Like, it was, like, we were really, really young. And we were all laughing our asses off, man. Patrick is fucking awesome. Sponge like... <laughs> Squidward, like, it's just, these these are just such great characters, and, you know, the, the, very much like Stan Lee, um, Spongebob teaches kids a lot of, like, lessons, um, like, I can't think of any right now, <laughs> um, but, um. I was never as much of a diet fan of Spongebob yeah. as most other people. I feel like it sort of came out around the time I started to start. Well, you're a bit you're a bit older island. than me, yeah. so you're a bit older than me. But yeah. there, I, I have seen a few episodes. It is it always was fucking hilarious. Yeah, um, and I totally did. I remember when it first came out. It's a bit of a phenomenon. Like everyone was talking about it, and like there were. I remember seeing something like sixty minutes of some sort of like current affair show, where um they were talking about the making of SpongeBob, and like like yeah, like they had like stand up comedians in there and all sorts of stuff. So it was really like adults trying to make jokes that were. Kid friendly, but also for adults. Yeah, for sure. And that merchandising, like, oh yeah, you can't escape the SpongeBob merchandising. Dude, no I used to think he was cheese, but then I remember, <laughs> oh, hey, his name's SpongeBob. What a totally. Um, it yeah. took me a while to realize his pants are square, which <laughs> that just goes to my stupidity. But like, how about like, come on, man! Even the theme song, like, "Who Lives in a Pineapple Under the Sea," like, SpongeBob come on, dude! Square. Like, it's such a good song. Um, but yeah, song. Hillenberg unfortunately died on Monday. Um, of ALS, also known as Lou Gehrig's disease. Oh. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, he announced that he had the disease in March 2017. So, um, really, really sad. Um, it's always really sad when a good, like, creator passes. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Do you remember the ALS Ice Bucket Challenge? I do. I did it. Did you do it? I, I, I never got nominated for it. Ooh. I thought it was cool and popular. Apparently, Ooh. it wasn't. I did it. I, I did it at our mutual friend's Chris's place. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, um, like, they dumped, like, a whole... <laughs> whole bucket of ice on me and like <laughs> I had a I had a waterproof phone so like okay. I like and then like I fell backwards in the pool <laughs> and I posted it I posted it on Facebook I'll try and find it and I'll like t- I'll tag you in it it's funny cause like yeah. put the, in the after party yeah cause the audio the audio on the phone is like hilarious cause like when I fall into the pool it's like an explosion it's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh man um but anyway rest in peace Steve Hillenbeck yeah um, speaking of saying goodbye, um, there's a bit of a post from Sylvester Stallone today. Don't he's not going anywhere, but unfortunately, Rocky is. Yeah, well, um, we're actually going to go see Creed in, like, less than an hour, so yeah. we haven't seen Creed at this point. If anything Creed happens, 2, yeah. Yeah, if anything happens in Creed 2, we don't know, so I don't, yeah. I, I don't really know. I'm but, just imagining some guy right now pauses it and just is like... Yeah. He dies at the end or something, and it's like, crap, I can't spoil it. Yeah. They're on the phone. They're, so, they're... yeah, our review will probably be on the next upcoming attractions, but, um, so he posted a, a video on Instagram where he pretty much said goodbye to the character that pretty much launched his career. Um, so let me, let me just kind of read out his, his caption. Um, well, this is probably my last rodeo because I thought, uh, I thought Rocky was over in 2006 and I was very happy with that. And then all of a sudden... Oh, no, hold on. That's a fucking interview. But I'll read this anyway. (laughs) This young man, uh, pointing to Michael B. Jordan, presented himself and the whole story changed. It went on on to a new generation, new problems, new adventures, and I couldn't be happier because as I step back, as my story has been told, there's a whole new world that's going to be opening up for the audience for this generation. So in his Instagram post, he wrote, 
I just want to thank everyone around the whole wide world for taking the Rocky family into their hearts for over 40 years. It's been the ultimate privilege to have been able to create and play this meaningful character. Though it breaks my heart, sadly, all things must pass and end. I love you, kind and generous people, and the most wonderful thing of all is that Rocky will never die because he lives on in you. Um, yeah, that's that's really sad because, like, man, talk about a, an American, great American, like character, oh, yeah. like you know, like, and that first movie is his performance and portrayal in that first one at least, like. I, he deserved I like, that nomination. He did. Sure. I loved all. I like. I like all those movies. I'm so fucking pumped for Creed. You have no idea. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it is. It is. Um, you know, just knowing when, like, sure, he's played him maybe a few times too many, but it's still pretty cool that he can recognize. I gotta hang up this guy. I gotta. I gotta hang up the gloves. Like, yeah. um, well, you know what? I'm really digging this. It's almost like a trend lately of all these like iconic characters and they're coming back many many years later mm. like Harrison Ford's doing like the tour like he, he just did Han Solo um Deckard from Blade yeah, Runner Deckard from Blade Runner um he's doing Indiana Jones again um although you could argue Crystal Skull he already did that with that and now like um Rambo. Sylvester Stallone's doing Rambo yeah. now Rambo lost um, a lot I, I, like I love that name man I think it's great <laughs> it's clearly he's gonna hang up that as well with yeah. this um, I love the fact that Schwarzenegger came back for um, Terminator. Mm-hmm. So true about Gen- say what you want about Genesis. Genesis. The Gen- first, the first twenty minutes were good. <laughs> yeah, then, no, I agree. I agree. Yeah, um, and I, I want to. I can't wait to see him do more. I hope he keeps doing more. Um, well, look at Logan. I mean, sure, yeah. there's not that that long. I mean, dude, from 2000 to 2017, like that is a massive gap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, he, he kept doing it for a while. Yeah. If you could. Bring back any iconic character for one last film with the original actor. Who would it be? That's a loaded question, right? It's hard. Well, I don't even know my own answer. We just had uh, Laurie Strode. Yeah, that's big. So there's this, there is this like trend of like revival. Oh, um, I tell you one that is happening, but like I just can't wait for it. Um, Rush Hour Four, Jackie Chan, okay. Chan and Chris Tucker. Like, is is um, Brett Ratner directing? I don't think so. Right? Uh, I know they had him attached at one point, but I don't know if he is anymore. You know what? But they, they finally just got the two of them saying I, okay. I'll give I'll give my answer at the end of the podcast because I, I I I need to think. There's got to be a few like, damn, who else was there? Like we could do something like. There's no. By the way, there's no director attached for Rush Hour. Oh for really? Yeah. yeah. I know they only just agreed in the script recently. Mm. Um, it was around the time they did. Um, they they were doing the tour run for. Uh, the foreigner, which I know may have just been a press thing, but who knows? Um, yeah, man. Oh, you know what? Who would be good? Um, fucking. What happened to the actor for Robocop? Peter Weller. Yeah. He's still. Sorry. I yeah. would love them to do like. He was Robo- in Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. I'd love them to do like Robocop 4. You know, wait, is there a four? No, uh, there they only did no, three. I don't yeah. think so, yeah. Yeah, I'd love, like, the old suit, the old character. Colin will love this. this They'd be fucking great. Like, just ignore the, the reboot. Like, like, even though I didn't think it was that bad, like, and I, I'm happy for them to do a sequel, but I'd love them to just do it now. And it's like, now it's updated with the latest iOS, Apple technology. <laughs> I would like, love... Like, Apple is like, okay, so I'm going to pitch you Robocop 4 right now, okay? <laughs> Here we go. Strap in. The, the Banana Corporation, because they can't say Apple to no, the legal rights. No. So the Banana Corporation, 
they now own the police department, right? OCP. Yeah, the OCP. The, now the BCP, right? <laughs> okay. okay. I'm making something You should go, see my right? face, listeners. I'm just like... <laughs> and, uh, and, and the old school Robocop is still active today, but they're like, oh no, he's... um He's like this. He's having a lot of errors lately. He ends up making it political now. He shoots a kid or something, right? There's a school shooting opening scene, right? In Detroit, right? Detroit, America, year 3049, right? Open. We go into a school. There's a school shooting. There's like the, there's the police out front, you know, oh, put down your weapon. Right, right. It's too dangerous to go on there. Send in Robocop. Original suit Robocop comes in. <laughs> he's still wrinkly because he's old now and stuff. He comes in. Clunk, clunk, clunk. Yes, yes, yes. Right, it comes in. There's like some kid. I've had it up with this world. The, the corporations. Are, he's like, um, he's like, you have the choice. You have two choices. Creep. Put down the weapon. Creep. <laughs> put down the weapon or come, and come with me or else. I'll take my chances. It's like dead Shoots him, ding, 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 ding. And he's like, bad move, creep. <laughs> Douche. And then it's like Robocop shot a kid. But it's, and then there's, there's political stuff going on. Rah, rah. Maybe he was like of some like um, ethnically, ethnically diverse background. So now it's like, it's like a race thing too. So 2018, right? There's like, they're getting clips of like President Trump, like talking shit, right? And they got all this other shit. And so now it's all like, it's creating conversation, right? And then they're like- Matt, let me pause you. No, 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 hear me out, hear me out. But now they're like, maybe it wasn't the Banana Corporation's problem. Maybe it's a mouth. It's not a malfunction of software. It's a malfunction in his humanity. Is Robocop <laughs> mentally stable? Also, he's getting old. What if he's like got Alzheimer's or something? It's affecting the thing. And so it's. And then now we bring back the original conversation. Right. The first film was all about like what's in control, the human or the robot. What is it? And this one now, it's like, is he still human? Right. Because, or because you know, because the robot has, has had all these updates. He's getting very old. He's decaying away, dude. I'm making this fucking movie. I'm pitching the fuck let out me, of this. Let me let me interject here. This is Robocop going for the Oscar. <laughs> How much cocaine is in this room? <laughs> this isn't Robocop. This is Where, Oscar. I'm, I'm, Robocop. I'm looking for the cocaine and trying to see how much of you, how, how much you. Tell me you wouldn't watch the fuck out of that no, movie. No, I'd watch it. I, I, watch I the came up all that on the spot. I watched the fuck out of the remake. That was good. I like. I, yeah. I love Are you stoked like, for the the sequel they're gonna do? Yeah. Uh, if it's the same director, yeah. Yeah, I think. Look, I no, it's Neil Blomkamp. So yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, speaking like, of that, that remake, man, it didn't have the same essence of what made the original no, great, it didn't. but it had enough to make me like yeah. it. Yeah, I feel the same way with the Paranjus film. And no. I, 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 with that, with that, like, I can't wait for them to do a sequel because they spent half the more than half the movie just building it up to it. Yeah. So see, now they can now they can just do what Ninja Turtles did with the sequel. There's just nothing but the good shit. With that Robocop remake, I mean, there was Robocop in it. In Power Rangers, <laughs> there was no Power Rangers. Like, it was like plus 20 minutes. Yeah, but I love the, the approach of like, oh, hey, let's make them real characters with personalities. Yeah. Like, Oh, yeah. Uh, you know? Pink, Pink Ranger was hot, but... Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of Neil Blomkamp... Yes. Um, yeah, uh, we'll I, go back to the actual topics. I, 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 I have my answer. On. I have my answer. Oh, oh, lay it on me. Yeah. Um, I would love to see Sigourney Weaver come back as Ellen Ripley. Oh! <laughs> because... Let me shake your hand. Because, because do dude, this now. Because That's dude. a genius... Well, how come they haven't thought of that before? They did. Neil Blomkamp was supposed to direct uh, Sigourney Weaver and Michael Bean oh. in a... Alien 5. You know what they should call it? What? The Alien. 
<laughs> no, hear me out. Like, you know, Terminator, like they do like that's the, the so, Predators. The, so the Predator went Predators and like Alien and Aliens. Like now they, they, they flip it around and they keep it back to the original where it's just one alien on shit with it. Bro, I'm like a pitch movie pitching machine right now. So, Hollywood, just guys, come take there's it. Still, there's still some cocaine here. But, um, <laughs> no, but yeah, so Blomkamp was supposed to direct a movie, um, but then uh, Ridley Scott was like, no, I'm making Alien Covenant. Oh, Blomkamp's um, so good. By the way, do you want to see some um, yeah. concept art? Like, that's that's concept art right there. Oh, what, what's this from? From the from Neil Blomkamp's Alien movie. Oh, right. And like, they cancelled like, it pretty much, and they went yeah. again from scratch, right? Yeah. So, but yeah, Neil Blomkamp yeah. says he's moved on. Um, yeah. Speaking of concept art, listeners, if you want to see something fucking weird, there is some new Predator concept art where they originally were thinking of doing these weird, like, monkey-predator hybrids. Um, it's worth checking out, but it's weird as fuck. Like, that's that's con- that's Ripley. That's Michael Bean. Damn. It looks like... It looks... Look, look at that. It looks I liked her in Defenders, um, the Netflix series. Didn't, like, didn't finish it. Yeah. Cool. Look, let's move on to the next topic because we could be here for all day. Oh. Look, we talked a lot about remakes, but let's talk about prequels, right? There's some weird... I, I, I never saw this coming, man. So, before they do Kingsman 3, which I believe is a name attached, if I can only find it, um, they said before they're going to do that, they're going to do a prequel for Kingsman. It's going to be a little less of a spy film. It's going to be a bit more of a period piece, which is so weird because like, what makes that film work is the... Is the um is the is the spy element? It's basically it's it's almost like a parody, a more modern. It's it's called making fun of James Bond, but it's also updating it at the same time. Now they're taking the spy element out. I love the idea of expanding the law, but like I don't know, is there enough there to make you interested? Um, yeah, sure. I mean, like they've set up enough. Um, you know, like by the time Eggsy gets there in the first one, like they've already set up this kind of King Arthur sort of mm. like Knights of the Round Table modern stuff. So uh, I'd like to see how it kind of came about. But like with prequels, you always do kind of fall into the trap of like over explaining things. Yeah. So I don't know how well it would work, but um, I yeah. think we can all agree. Like the thing that we like most about Kingsman, two things, the tone, like the way it's always just a really fun tone. I didn't like the second and one. The- Oh, okay, yeah, okay. No, well, most of the time, also the main thing, the action. You can't deny the action was good in the second one. Mm. Like, they, they, the way they do those scenes are really cool. So as long as they got that, fuck it, give me swords, give me um, knights and all that. I, I'd be down. Mm. Yeah, no, I'd be down. But yeah. um, I can't find the name for the third film. Maybe they haven't got one. No, so apparently uh, Matthew Vaughn, who directed the first two, is working. Love him. Yeah, he's awesome. He's writing the sequel to Kingsman Golden Circle. Um, and apparently he's wanting to come back to direct that with, uh, and, you know, have Taron Egerton and Colin Firth come back. Um, but yeah, he, like, apparently there is a Kingsman TV show in the works, which is the prequel. That's right. Oh, so the, oh, so the prequel's a show. Well, from what I'm reading, yeah. Well, you know what? It seems like this ongoing trend, it's, it started to pick up before, but now it's like a real big thing. It's like... It's all about franchises, right? So now they're like, what films can we turn to shows so much? You know, we've got Lethal Weapon still running. It's actually doing well. Rush Hour didn't do so well. Um, uh, what was it? They did one on Taken, which I was not a fan of at all. Um, and obviously, you know, Scream. You can name a million, yeah. right? But now like, we've got things like, like fucking John Wick. He's got a TV show which doesn't involve John Wick. 
It's all about like the building of the world, which sounds like what this is too. Yeah, but like like we talked about last week as well, you can go the other way. Look what's happening with Breaking Bad. Like yeah. originally a TV show, but now prequel movie. Oh, sorry, sequel movie. Like you know, it's. I like. I've always liked the idea of doing sequels rather than prequels. Like I always like. I like moving forward. Oh yeah, me too. I like that. Like you know, that's that's like for Star Wars. <clears throat> right? But see, like, like I don't mind pre- prequels if they're done well. Like for me, like I talked about last week, Fantastic Beast did it really well. I'm yeah. Sorry, but, like, yeah just... No, no. Look, look. At the end of the day, a good movie is a good movie, <laughs> right? And if you think you got enough, it's there. But like, I just never understood the idea of like. Actually, no, I do understand it. But I always, I get so much more excited. Like, hey, do you want to know what happens next? Rather than do you want to know how it got here? Because no matter what cool stuff happens, it's just less exciting because you know which characters won't die. Mm, yeah. You know? Anyways, um, let's move on to the biggest news of the week. <laughs> I never knew like the words. No, do I? Yeah. Um, Dude, man, holy what the fuck? Shit. What? Oh, what? Ugh. Lion King. Can you pull this up? I am pulling we, it up. We, we should. Oh my god. So the Lion King trailer does not disappoint. Um, it is. This is gonna have sound, by the way. Absolutely way. bullshit levels. Good. It um pe- some people do like comparisons to the original trailer, yeah. and it really might want to turn that down. Yeah, yeah. Um, it really holds up. It's it's recreating so many iconic shots so well and so beautifully. It's just such a beautiful dude. Film. Hearing James L's vo- uh, James L. Jones's voice as well, like coming back as Mufasa. Yeah. Um, oh my god. And like like uh, uh, I walked out. I don't know if I've told um, this story on the podcast before, but I, I watched the Jungle Book. And yeah. there is a sequence in the Jungle Book when there's a stampede, like the like the the wildebeest. I don't know if they're wildebeest, but like there's a moment where um, the kid like kind of like it's muddy, it's rainy, and there's like a massive like stampede. Mm. And I thought to myself, holy shit! Like, what if they make like Lion King in this way? Because like that movie was gorgeous, like beautiful. Uh, and I walked out and I told my friends, I was like, God damn! Like, imagine if they did Lion King like this. A week later, John Favreau confirmed to direct <laughs> Lion King for Disney. And man, I like my heart just like wow. Um, can you imagine this little fucker? Like pushing Mufasa, trying to like wake him up after he's died from the cliff. Uh, like seriously, everyone's just like excited for Lion King. Yeah, remembering you have to live through Mufasa's death again. Ah, uh, oh. for sure, man. It just it looks fantastic. It's a it's probably one of the I best. I love what's the Rafiki. Rafiki. He looks so good. Yeah. Like, like I knew this would be perfect the second I saw him. Like oh my god, yes. It. It might be the best teaser trailer I've ever seen in my life. Like, if they didn't have this song, if they didn't have the, this moment, like, Dude, imagine on. how weird this would be if you had never, like, if the original never existed. <sighs> I mean, what the fuck is this movie? Like, so, um, naturally... Context does help. Naturally, this movie is having, it, like, does have its haters. Like, I'm not going to shout out anyone, but, like, you do get those people who are like, why are they remaking this? This isn't even live action. Just shut the fuck up and enjoy it. Just seriously, like... I, I disagree. They're, they're trying to make it look as real as possible. I think it's suits live action. It, it's what would you want to call it? You don't. I don't. I don't. You I don't call think, it animation. You I don't, don't call think it, you call animation you at all. It's definitely not a cartoon. Um, well, I guess it is, but like, if anything, there should be a new genre for it. You know? Yeah. Possibly. But I feel like the backgrounds are real because I think they did a little bit of that in Jungle Book. I'm, I'm probably yeah. wrong, but like they clearly took a lot from what. Elton John's attached to this? Uh, well, yeah, he did the song in the original. Oh, I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, wow. So, so I want to yeah. ask you a question. Okay. So, first of all, for those who are unaware of how much of an amazing lineup this cast is, it's holy shit. So, Donald Glover is Simba, which is amazing casting, I think. I think he's got that, like... That, that, that tone to his voice yeah. it's very childish but like he's also <laughs> a few, uh, I didn't even mean to do childish. that but, it's, but he, can't, he has that range um, then we got Beyonce of all people um, as the mother James Earl Jones returning for um, by Simba's Moving dad fast, which yeah. is which is like everyone's like such an iconic thing um, I'm going to pronounce his name wrong Shewitil Shewitil yeah, yeah for Scar Love um, him. Yeah. I love um, him. Yeah. Uh, Allery Woodard as... Alfred Woodard. So yeah, she's from... So she's, I'm unfamiliar with those two. I'm not sure if you... You, you know Alfred Woodard. She's from Luke Cage. She's Mariah. Oh, shit. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. She's fucking great. Yeah, she's awesome. Oh, that is her too. Okay. Well, the one, one of the ones I'm stoked for. Two I'm really... I know, three I'm really stoked for, actually. You know what? I'm stoked for a lot of these. John Oliver as Zazu, which is yeah. like... Yeah. That's amazing to yeah, me. Yeah. Um, Keegan-Michael Key, bitch. Yeah. Uh, John Carney is Rafiki. Um, Seth Rogen as Pumba is the one I'm most excited about. Like, come on, about. dude. Dude. <laughs> he's the perfect <laughs> Pumba. Like, like now, like when I first heard that, I'm like, thank you, fucking God. Billy Eichner as Timon, which, and he's very, like, he suits Timon as well. Really great, right? He's he's got that really high pitchedness to his voice. Like all I can think of is Parks and Rec. Oh yes, man! Um, you didn't do this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm my best friend Donna, and I love her. How dare you, Typhoon? I'm gonna sleep. I'm gonna have a power nap. Fifteen minutes. No, a full hour. <laughs> um, dude. Everyone nowadays loves Eric Andre. Um, and have him as easy is great. Um. Florence Ka- Kasumba as Shenzi. Who's Shenzi? I don't remember that character. She's one of the hyenas. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Keegan-Michael Key as Kamari, which is... I, anything he touches is great. Yep. It's great to see both him in this and Toy Story 4. Yeah, I think. absolutely. Um, JD McCurry as young Simba. Not familiar with him. And then another child actor um, doing young Nala. Um, um, Shadidi White. That, that cast is fantastic there, man. But the, the thing that gets me excited is John Favreau. Like, like there's... Oh, yeah. That guy just... <laughs> everything he touches these days just turns to gold. Like, He's perfect. Come on, man. Like, but, dude, I look at... I, okay, Beyonce, obviously, is a stunt cast, and it's great. But, like, for me, Donald Glover, Seth Rogen, John Oliver, Billy Eichner... Like to me, uh, and Mike Keegan, Mike Peel, like that's that's fucking amazing. Oh, and obviously James Earl Jones, like that's amazing. I, but also you throw in Eric Andre, who has like a bit of like notoriety to him these days uh, in comedy. I like Chua Talaji for man, like he can do villain, like yeah, he's villain in fucking Doctor Strange, like like oh, is that him? He's, he's, I, he's gonna be bad. I was trying to, I was yeah. trying to like piece his. Name, he's got the like his face. He's like, in Twelve Years a Slave, like he's an amazing, amazing actor. So. Because I was really curious. I really do feel like they're like, who are the best motherfuckers yeah. for this? I was really curious to see who they'd cast as Scar because Jeremy Irons' voice for Scar is amazing. Like, you can't go, yeah, you can't go past Jeremy Irons' voice. Like, whenever he talks in Batman vs. Superman or Justice League, like, I'm like, I can hear Scar. Like, <laughs> um, so, yeah, I was really curious to see who they'd cast as Scar. Uh, I, voice, just, yeah. I just love, I just love the idea of right. Seth. Oh, man. I, but here's my question I, pieced, I want to put to you, okay? Because there's one other amazing cast that from 2019 upcoming Disney film, and that is um, 
Its full name is it's the Doctor Doodle remake. I oh yeah, the, it's a something adventures Doctor yeah. Doodle. And I just want to read out this cast and get your impressions. I'm gonna again butcher some names, but real quickly, um, Emma Thompson as a parrot, Robert Downey Jr. as Doctor Doolittle, Selena Gomez as a giraffe, Kamal Nianji as an ostrich, uh, Ralph Fiennes as a tiger. He looks familiar. I'm not familiar with him. Octavia Spencer as a duck. Uh, Ra- uh, Rami Malek as a gorilla. Craig Robinson, love him, as a mouse. Carmen E. Jogo as a lioness. Tom Holland as a dog. Um, Marion Cotillard. Cotillard. Cotillard as a fox. And then we've got two more. Francis de la Tour as Ginkgo who soars. Not very familiar with the character. And obviously also John Cena as a polar bear. I got a question, okay? Looking at these two. Just the, the, the title for this, by the way, oh, is yeah. The Voyage of Dr. Doolittle. Yeah, so it's not like the Eddie Murphy movies. It's a, it's an adapt- adaptation of, like, I think it's a book or a book series that was before yeah, the original. Yeah. Um, but look at those two casts, bro. Which cast is better? Not, not, ignore director. That's a hard choice. I think I'd need to go... Doctor Doolittle. Even though I think I'm gonna enjoy Lion King better, I think yeah. I, I think you're right. Lion King will be better, but like, dude, like I, I guess, oh, it's fucking hard though. Like, it's so good. It's like both of these films, Disney just like fuck it. Let's get all the good act. Let's just get all the all the popular ones. Especially right because now. you're bringing, especially because like Robert Downey Jr. is playing a human. Like, I love, I love it. Yeah. Like, well, the others. I imagine like it, that's gonna be CGI. Maybe they're gonna do the Jungle Book treatment with that movie. Hmm. Like I think it'll 